The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as most of you know, we begin our Buddhist studies classes usually by doing that slow chanting of the three refuges. And it's our way of coming together as a group and connecting with our spiritual ancestors. You know, in early Buddhism, there's not a lot of magic, but uh, <clears throat> there really is a place for this devotional energy and this the sense of awe and wonder. And one of those places is around the refuges and around um, just opening our imagination to the support that is there for us. That's why it's nice to using our imagination. It's nice to have a sense of the path as a, a really deep and wide river. And practicing is really discovering ourselves in that river, <laughs> right? And uh, so it's just nice even to have that image that there are many wise, compassionate, loving human beings, past, present, and future, who have our backs, who wish us well, who have, in a sense, cut the groove. The image, one of the images that I love uh, from the early suttas is the mother cow who's forded the river, so is on one side and the calves are on the other side, and this lowing sound that the mother cow makes, some version of, honey, I think you can do it. <laughs> I've done it. You got to do it. It can be done. You saw me do it. Now it's your turn. Get in that river. Do your best to get across. And this uh, this is a little bit, uh, you know, that we can sense all the people before us who have chanted, taking refuge in Buddha, this capacity to be awake, to be intimate, to be open, taking refuge in Dhamma the way it is, each moment the dynamic changing ephemeral nature of our experience as a human being, Buddha awakening to Dhamma, and realizing a way of being and engaging and doing the next thing that is free and loving, compassionate, nimble, creative. This is Sangha. So let's do the three refuges together as we begin our time. Sarah. 
settle into our samadhi posture, our sitting posture, really consciously, with kindness, with confidence, we take our seat right in the middle of our life as it is now, relatively still, relatively upright, and especially these last couple weeks contemplating the cessation of suffering and the path not to be confused or not to feel limited by our distracted minds by whatever psychological and emotional habits that might be present now or might show up during the set We're intuiting, we're aspiring to a freedom that can't be contaminated by psychological habits. We can become forgetful, of course, but this capacity, the reality of freedom is available here and now. And we need that goal or that aspiration, that real freedom, the full unshakable release of the heart, that this is something available here and now. We don't need ingredients that aren't already here and now. We don't need a different moment, a different life, different set of circumstances. It's all about learning how to show up to this moment, these conditions, with wisdom and kindness and patience and curiosity and fearlessness. So this is what we mean by 
taking the time to take our seat doesn't mean we know what we're doing but we don't become complacent we take our seat with the sense that there's real freedom that the deep heart seeks that it's here the deepest healing the most full and complete love the most full and complete release of any weight any holding if we're interested if we're open then we might actually learn have insight see what we haven't seen before if on the other hand from a deluded point of view if we're convinced arrogantly certain that this sit isn't going to be special that I'm not going to learn anything that I hate my distracted mind well that lack of interest that lack of confidence has consequences it limits what's possible so each of us in our own way from our own experience just just take a couple minutes at the beginning of the set to contemplate the unshakable release the beautiful flowering the deepest healing that this heart seeks however we can imagine and open and trust in that freedom so take a couple minutes now Our deepest aspiration and if you need some encouragement you can just contemplate the goal as peace or ease or a full and complete release of any obstruction any weight or holding and you can even repeat a simple word like peace unshakable release in the body in the heart and mind And any obstruction, anything that appears to be in the way, like doubt or pain in the body, but whatever it is that appears to be in the way or appears to be a problem, then 
That's just one of our teachers. Oh, this is dukkha. Dukkha is to be understood. Dukkha is to be open to, relaxed with, as a respect, a teacher we deeply respect. So when there is no apparent dukkha, no apparent distraction or reactivity or struggling, then really explore the depth of the release you're experiencing, the freedom you're experiencing. Is it limited in any way, this freedom? And then if it is limited in even a subtle way, then just introduce yourself to your teacher, dukkha. Any limitation is dukkha. And we're just curious about it and curious about how to become more and more intimate until we sense that it's alive, dukkha's alive, it's a conditional changing process. And it's driven by the cause, what we call attachment to desire, being identified, being attached. When there's dukkha, there's attachment. What is the heart attached to now? Attachment should be abandoned. This is how we get This is how we become more and more intimate with attachment. We don't try to get rid of it. We realize that it's unhelpful. That realization happens because we're willing to be patient and soft and curious about attachment. The root of any tension is the mind wanting things to be different than they are. This is what attachment to desire is. So we practice being patient as we, wisdom sees, this should be abandoned, this attachment, this clinging, this identifying with experience isn't helpful, it should be abandoned. And especially tonight, with real patience, interest, stability, notice when the attachment ceases on its own. Because like everything, it comes to be, attachment comes to be because of certain causes and conditions that support it. And like everything, attachments, they'll naturally cease when the supporting causes are no longer there. So this patient, wise, clear, attention, non-judging attention, isn't providing the supporting causes for the attachment. So eventually it will cease. And we'd really like wisdom awareness to be there, to notice, oh, this is the experience of the cessation of attachment. This is the mind here and now without attachment What's the feeling here? 
Noticing the peace, the release of attachment. That's a very important insight to get very clear and intimate with. It's a natural happening, but we tend to be unaware when that happens because we're not willing to be patient with attachment until it naturally ceases. So let's continue in silence for a while now. Keep it really simple. We're remembering our aspiration for this heart to be free. Really valuing that aspiration for the heart to be released. And we're noticing the heart. And if it feels released, we're really interested in that experience of release in the absence of dukkha. And if there appears to be some dukkha, some struggling 
some weight, some tension, then we're curious. Relaxing with it, breathing in, feeling the struggle, the tension, breathing out, letting it be. We're curious about the attachment that is the cause for the struggling, for the tension. What is the mind identified with? What does the mind want to happen? Want to become, want to get rid of? What's going on right here in the heart? Oh, this is the attachment, it should be abandoned. Let me open, let me feel the unhelpfulness of the attachment with patience and curiosity. Let me notice the moment that the attachment ceases. What is the experience of this heart without attachment? This peace, this release should be realized, should be fully realized. It has been fully realized. This is the meditation work of the third noble truth. contemplating dukkha and its release. How dukkha arises, how it ceases. Right here, right now, not cognitively, but actually here in the body and the mind. And if you need to begin again, just ask how the heart's doing. Feeling free and released feeling entangled and heavy. How's the heart doing? And then just get interested in how it is.
again for the last couple minutes. <clears throat> this is really the meditation theme for the rest of our life. We're just sitting here right in the middle of things. We care about this heart, care enough to be sensitive to how the heart is right now. And by heart, I just mean right here in the middle. How's the heart? If there's a sense of release and freedom, then just appropriately being interested, being open to that release, that freedom. And just sensing if there is any limitation to whatever freedom you might be experiencing. Or if there's some struggle, some difficulty, some uneasiness, then just acknowledging that and a willingness to be brave and to be close, to see it as a natural conditional process. It has causes, being attached, wanting things to be different than they are. So we attune to the cause of the struggle of the weight. This attachment should be abandoned. And we're really patient with that clear seeing, this non-judgmental clear seeing. Oh yeah, this needing things to be different, this is unhelpful. It's a cause for stress right here and now. Let me be with this identification Something as simple as the attachment of wanting pain to go away. Not the pain, but the wanting it to be other, to be different. The not liking. Is it true that Everything arises and ceases. <coughs> Is there a way for the heart to be patient and to take up as a study that attachment, the cause of suffering, ceases and what remains is peace, the release of that struggle or that attachment. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.